Hey, what's up? It's Ryan Rosillo. I'm the host of The Ryan Rosillo Show on The Ringer and Spotify. We're a sports podcast. We sprinkle in some other stuff. But here's the thing about our podcast. We work in sports and we still like sports. I know. Crazy, right? But we also like to balance it out a little bit. If I've read a book that I really like, we'll have the author on. We have people from the biggest TV shows, some of the biggest people in movies, writers, actors, all of it. And of course, at the end of every single episode, 20 to 30 minutes on life advice, which is sometimes great and sometimes it isn't, but it's always worth listening to. So make sure you listen and follow The Ryan Rosillo Show on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Austin Rivers, along with my co-host, Pasha. My guy, what's good? We have a lot to talk about. Are you excited about this? I mean, this, listen, we usually make do. We find topics, we create topics, even if need be, or we'll, you know, always go digging in the history of the game and come up with some interesting yeah. arguments. Whatever whatever needs to get done, Jalen Brunson or Trey Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, for we, no we reason, go just all put day. them against each other. Yeah. That, that's come natural for us. Yeah. But is it... Is it special when something comes to you like a gift? Like when there's just an entertaining night of basketball? Yes. Ooh, in the past couple of nights, my goodness. The shows write themselves. We don't <laughs> have to do too much here. Uh, what's going on in the waters of the NBA? Like what is happening? Is it the end-season tournament? Like everything got so intense. People aren't used to that kind of intensity in December. Mm. That it, it, There's a lot going on. You know, people talked about wanting 90s basketball back. It seems like we're headed in the right direction. This has been, uh, man. I mean, even let's talk about it. We have the Draymond situation, which we'll tap into. The Giannis, the the, the Bucks Pacers thing. That's my favorite. That, that is, that, it's that so is entertaining good. and funny that I I, I want to break that down and 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 by level by level, <laughs> you know what <laughs> happened really there. And then even like Isaiah Stewart got thrown out last night for like a yeah, little shove. By like, like great night for Isaiah Stewart to get thrown out. No one saw it. No one noticed. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one, no one so cared. No, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. All right. So Draymond, obviously by now everyone's seen it. What happened with Nurkic? He's only, he was only back for five or six games from his last suspension. And, you know, he swings wildly. It, it's, 
And then he, my, I, I think we both take issue with the fact that afterwards he said it was on accident, right? Like he just said he didn't mean to do it, but that's not a natural movement, right? No, it's not a natural movement. You don't like contort your body like that and like catapult, swing 360, your arms. What, what do you think he was going to hit? Right. That's my only thing. Do I think Draymond meant to like smack him across the face and hurt him? You know, I, I don't think so. No, I think he, I think he spasms and like reacts in a moment so quickly. Yeah, because that's just how this guy is. It's and also the same stuff, same thing that makes him a special basketball player too. We've talked about that before, like that intensity and that. Yeah, but yeah. at this point, it's just like, brother, this is getting a little, it's getting a little silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I've always felt this about Draymond. We, I came in the same draft class as him. I, you know, got a lot of respect for Draymond. He's been able to, you know, carve his own kind of path towards his own stardom. You know what I mean? Because he's not your traditional basketball player by skill. You know what I mean? He's not a highly skilled guy in terms of like bag or like handle or jump shot, the typical skills, but he yeah. is highly skilled in other variables of just defense, seeing the game, reading the play, knowing when to get Stephen Clay the ball, how to set screens. Like he just has a you know natural feel. People forget this is a guy having triple doubles in college. Like right. he's always done it. So you can't just say it's just the Warriors. You know what I mean? He, he did something right at Michigan State. Also, he created this this role. No, this if role you want to call it whatever like, he is, whatever he does in the NBA, this thing that now teams are like, man, they could use a Draymond type of player. Like yeah. he'd be really good. Every, everyone tries to emulate it. The yeah. reason it doesn't work as well is because he does, to his benefit, play with the historically the greatest shooter and then one of the greatest shooters of all time. Yeah. And then there's a time period where he also had Kevin Durant. Um, so he's you you pair those two, that could be a great combination, along with good coaching. And it's the perfect storm for a Hall of Fame career. Yeah. And, and the teams have always been better when he's on the floor, too. No, no, 100%. Yeah. No, no, no. I, uh, without a doubt. Uh, he's been huge for that team. There, there, there aren't all those banners without Draymond there. That's just the facts. They need Draymond. Um, so he's been, uh, he's been huge there. So all the respect goes towards him. With that being said, I do think I have no problem with a guy talking that talk. I have no, you know, I have no problem with a guy, you know, being physical and, and, um, really letting everybody know, let it be known, like, I'm out here, I'm here, you know, and, you know, having an impact on the game through that type of energy can, can be important for a team. I, I, have, no, I have no problem with him doing that. There's just a line that I just, he crosses a lot. And, and it's been more in the last, you know, year. There's it has been there's more, been a lot, it's been a lot more, but he's been doing this for yeah. the longest time. I mean, we could go through the whole thing. There's, there's montages and mixes and, you know, compilations of like Draymond uh, hurting people. That you're featured in. I am, I am unfortunately a part of one of those clips. He, he, I get the ball on a fast break and pump fake. And this guy jumps at me. And then instead of just going by me. He gave you the Liu Kang. He gave you the Mortal Kombat. He like <laughs> sticks out his leg and could have yeah. broke my ribs, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just like silly shit. Like that's, that's the type of shit I don't understand. It's just not natural basketball positions. Yeah. This is why the NBA doesn't know what to do yet. Because they're like, okay, Enough of the accidents. It's like fool me once, shame on me. You know, yeah. shame on me. Fool me, fool me, or uh, fool me three times. You can get yeah, me fooled again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just did it. I go fool me once. You know, shame on yeah. me. I was like, oh wait, no, it's shame on them. Yeah, fool, fool me, me twice. twice. Like, strike three, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> fool me, fool, fool me can't get fooled again. That, that, George Bush. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, you know, this is kind of like that, situ you know, scenario. You you essentially just have this guy who does have a high reputation in the league amongst just being, you know, a, a good player, a champion and all right. these things. He represented our country, Olympic gold medal. Like, he has that resume. 
So there's been a standard and there's been a little bit of slippage there. We're just like handling this. I don't know what they're going to do, but like this, this has happened too many times, bro. This guy has done like shit all the time, bro. I, and, and he is right. Nurkic was fouling him. The videos, he's messing with them, ground him. He's trying to, you know, he's playing right. that same game. Nurkic does a little bit, again, they're two different players, but he's also of that same cloth. He likes to kind of fuck around a little bit in the game. You know what I mean? Get a little chippy with some, I'm fully aware of that, by the way. So people are not really talking about that, but he was pinching his fucking side of his hip. Never seen that before. You know what I mean? But Dr- Draymond takes it above and beyond, bro. He like just keeps. Yeah. And especially since the last suspension, it wasn't long and then he does something else. It's he, obviously everyone knew that there was going to be another suspension coming. And I think with this one, the reason it's, um, you know, we don't know how long it's going to be for is, is they want to make, make sure that he gets some help the help that he needs and that's what people are talking about people are talking about him like he's like he like he fucking and we hope nothing really is going on i don't know we, we none of us know but it's yeah it sounds like he's gonna you know he's gonna be forced to take some you know some counseling or, yeah maybe anger management yeah he does have anger management maybe i don't know i, I who are all we can go off all, all we can go off are his actions and his actions have been consistent with erratic emotional yeah. behavior and he's not like some like six three guard he's not patrick beverly like running around that one like grayson allen was doing like some dirty stuff yeah, remember talking that, about like, that. Yeah. and everybody's like yo it's kind of getting out of pocket whatever you got going on like nip that shit in the butt yeah. but like this has been draymond now it's just starting to get a little bit more frequent yeah to the point where like yo this is kind of this is getting a little weird bro it's like you're out here just doing random shit and then like you swatting and hitting someone in that temple area like eh. yeah Game over. You know what I mean? So now, like, the NBA is like, what, what are we going to do with him? Yeah. Uh, again, we, you know, me and you have always talked high on Draymond. We have the utmost respect, you know, for what he's been able to do in basketball, college, NBA, all that. Uh, you know, so I hope he obviously, like you said, he gets the help he needs. But the timing is tough, too, because the Warriors are over here, the you know, they've, been, they've been flirting with benching, you know, Wiggs and uh, Clay for Moody and Kaminga. And they're, you know, they, people are talking about is this the end of the era do you think this is definitely the end for them or you're not counting them out team as it sits now or possible moves well if they make moves then it's just what a what a what a what a job for you know mike denley in the whole front office of golden state man you know what i mean uh we talked about it before you never know it's too hard to when you end a run like this you know four titles in eight years or whatever it was it's you can't it's you're never gonna be the good guy cut you know ending breaking that up one of the you know the team of this era well, this is why it's so difficult is because Steph is still playing at an elite level. So it's like led on this belief that like this thing can still go, that this train can still move. But the problem is like the other parts of the train aren't working as well as they used to. So like they're like, well, wait, our engine still, we've still got a good engine, man. Everything else works. Everything looks good. Like we got, we got good pieces. Yeah. We got good wheels. We got everything. But a couple of these like parts in between that are like very important to the infrastructure of the train aren't functioning right now. It's getting a little weird. Does it make you respect LeBron? Because if this was LeBron and you were wasting some of the prime years of LeBron, he would trade half the team before this in a couple is, but months. But this is also where, like, I, I heard it today, and, and this isn't any negativity towards Steph. But, like, brother, you are the best player in this team. You're the best player in the team. You always have been. Even when Kevin Durant was there, Kevin Durant was the best player, but you were the most vital to the team because the whole system is based upon your shooting and right. the movement and the ball movement or, you know, surrounding it. Something's got to be said. I don't, I don't give a fuck if it's a dinner. I'd fuck a dinner. Like maybe you just be like, yo, Draymond, come over to the crib, man. I just want to talk to you. I want come over to my house. You're gonna come over to my house. Maybe have 
fucking chef make something. Shit, your wife's a chef. Have her cook something. <laughs> Have her make something. And then you guys kind of just go out back or wherever you need to go and just talk. And like, it, there needs to be an understanding of like, what are we trying to accomplish left here? Because we only got a couple more years left. And he, Steph needs to let it be known, like, brother, I only have a couple more years doing this, doing this heavy lifting. We got to get right. Shit, maybe Clay need to be there too. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's Steph's personality. I can't, I can't comment on that because I've never been there. So maybe it is, or maybe he has done this already. Well, that's what everyone's been saying, right? Everyone's saying, you know, if this was LeBron's team and someone was acting like this, this would LeBron be- would check him, right? Or, or he would get a lot of pressure. Everyone would say, LeBron, how are you let this happen? Yeah, yeah. The difference is, is that Steph, while he's the best player on the team, maybe Draymond's been more of the vocal he's leader. He's always he's been the, the one, yeah. He's so just, when the leader's the one, he's the one that's grabbing the rookies. He's exactly. the one grabbing Kaminga and talking to them on the sideline, right? So it hasn't been, you know, how LeBron's controlling the whole team like he's always done. Steph's been the best player, but Draymond's been the leader. Exactly. So who's going to talk to the leader when the that's, leader is acting it, like that? This? It has to be the best player. Right. That's, he's not going to listen to anybody else. That's, who else will he listen to? Yeah. He already is the captain of the team vocally. Yeah. The only guy above him is the actual best player in the team. Right. Like, brother, Draymond's vital for all the Warriors. He ain't Stephen Curry. You can understand what I'm saying? Stephen Curry's one of the best players ever played in the NBA. There's just, he's the guy. I don't know if that's his personality to, to, to go talk to Draymond and be like, hey, listen, man, like, enough. I need you. I don't mind it. I want you to be you. We always embraced you. That's why you do. First off, without Steph's okay to let Draymond flourish and be that, it would have never been that way. Right. It's always running through Steph. Steph is the main guy. It has to be. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of in the last dance when Michael Jordan, completely different situation, but kind of the same where Michael Jordan had to go to Vegas and grab Dennis Rodman out of the hotel room. Carmen Lecture's hiding under the sheets or doing whatever. And he went and, you know, that's Michael Jordan. He just went out of his own time. You know what I mean? His time is money. And he went and he had to grab Dennis Rodman out of there. You know, obviously this is a completely you know, different circumstances, but yeah, no, what no, you're no. saying is just invite him over. Have Aisha make a little something nice. <laughs> Call the chef, whatever you need to do. I think they even have their own wine. I don't know. They got the whole they got the whole thing set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But right. that's a great example, though. And again, two different scenarios, like you said. But that is the same thing. Essentially, Michael went to go grab him. He's like, yo, yo, I know you are you. You gotta be you. I, I get it. But like, come on, let's fall in line. Let's let's go, let's try to go do something here. That yeah. was his, that was one of his last years, the last yeah. dance. You know, this is kind of like a similar situation yeah. where you compare the Warriors to those old bulls. Like, I know they didn't win six, but this is a team that's been dominating the West for a long time. It's a, it is a new age dynasty. This is like a last dance for them. Draymond's kind of wilding out like Dennis Rodman. Yeah. It's a perfectly example, Pasha. It's a perfect example. Jordan went to go grab him. Carmen, Carmen Electra under the sheets. Yeah. Like, bro, like this is, that's, that's and, and this is what we have right now. Kind of Draymond's just doing a little bit too much with his emotions. Because you want him to play emotional. That's who he is. That is what yeah. makes Draymond great, like you alluded to. You know what I mean? It's just, hey man, let's fall back in line a little bit. They're about to fuck you with this. Yeah. And and and, and then they and then that messes with us because now we we don't have you for the next possible. But they're talking fifteen games, twenty games, ten something nuts. Right. And they're already scrapping to get in the playoffs. Like, yeah. And everyone on TV, they're they're, they're they're done with it. The people that are getting his back on the last few, they're like, oh no, 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 no everyone, yeah. that was it. Yeah. Everyone now is like, yo, but when the language changes from Draymond's gonna be Draymond, we know this about him. He yeah. just to. I hope the brother can just get some help. Yeah, I saw KD said something like that too. Yeah, like, like whatever you like, going bro, on. And you're having Kevin Durant say it and Nurkic say it. Now you have, because Ke- especially when Kevin said it, bro. Let me tell you something. When, when Kevin says it, now Steven, now everyone wakes up the next day like, brother, I hope you can get the help you can get. Now it just, the whole narrative changes to the point where like, 
he's suspended indefinitely. We need time to figure out to help his mental. It's like the whole thing has changed. I bet Draymond's like, what the, what the fuck's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. But so it's just like, that's, but that's the situation he's put himself into now. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Absolutely. And you and me both had him on the Olympic team coming up in Paris. We thought he was definitely a shoe in And I saw Mike Wilbon on TV this morning or yesterday say, I don't know if he would be on the Olympic team now with these actions. Do you think he's cost himself the spot on the Olympic team? This is going to be an all-time team. Who, going Draymond? To Paris. Yeah. He's not going to be on the Olympic team. Yeah, but we both thought he would be. We both said, yeah, if you have Durant and Steph and, and LeBron and all these guys, you're going to have kind of the Draymond in there too. He kind of, he's just part of that era and he's, he has his role. He does something different than all the other guys. And he was, he was really big in uh, Tokyo. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know if he's going to be on there now, which is, which is sad to say. He still might. Still might be able to use him. Um, yeah. Who knows? We'll see. It, it, it's, it's tough to comment now because the, the story hasn't ended yet. We don't know how they're, you know, he comes back from this. Do they make the playoffs? Do they make a run? Does he play, you know, does he play well? Does he act solid? We, we, these questions haven't really been answered yet. As of now, if the Olympics were in two weeks from now, we're here naming our team. Yeah. And, and I know there's a two-week notice. I know there's a two-week notice. I mean, I mean, I know there's more than a two-week notice, but I'm just giving a scenario out. Like if the Olympics were two weeks from now, we had to name our team. No, I don't think he'd be on it right yeah. now. He's not everybody's favorite player right now. Right. He's He's gotten so, people are on him so much, people don't even, I don't even know. I haven't heard anything about Dylan Brooks in like six weeks. <laughs> I thought, remember last year, just felt like every other week it was something with this guy. We have, we've talked about him maybe once this year. Yeah, all Dylan Brooks does now is stare, right? Before yeah, the game, just stare before the game. Kind of just does his own but thing. man, he's had a great year. He's been really efficient. And he hasn't really bothered anybody. Yeah. He's just kind of been in his own lane, it looks like. So. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. You know, I hope Draymond does get everything right and everything comes together for him. Uh, you just... At, as a hooper, man, you, like we always say, we just want the players out on the floor. Healthy, competing, hooping. That's all you really want as a basketball fan. So we hope everything uh, in this process goes well. All right, let's get into the... Oh, yeah. The let's best, get into the, it. The best, the best of the night. <laughs> I know two different nights. We were the, loving the, it watching it live. My and it God. Just, it was so good. Okay, so it's, let's, let's take it back. It started last week, and we talked about it on the pod when in the in-season tournament, when Halliburton did the Dame time, yeah. Dame in the press conference was like, nah, you know, he did his thing. I've done it before. But, you know, it comes back around. And I, they, they, we talked about it. They play again next week. Mm. So we knew the stage was set right there. So once again, love the in-season tournament because it created this thing. And now we're rolling into this week. We saw, the first thing we saw was Giannis uh, elbow Halliburton after a great play. Halliburton dunked it. That's, that, was, that was, so that's the first of last night. Yeah. The start of last night's fuckery. Started with the elbow. Yeah. Okay. Did you think that, that there was some selling going on right there? Because I thought that was a pretty solid there were, there, there was shoulder, both. elbow, I think, whatever. I think Halliburton sold it a little bit. Yeah. Because he fell a little bit too fast and aggressive. It was almost like Hulk Hogan gave him like the people's elbow or something like that. There that was, was one angle though that looked like Giannis really. And Giannis is a big, big dude, man. No, no, like, I know. He did. He definitely put a little something on there though. Yeah, it was yeah. intentional. You know, Halliburton punches it, says something real quick. That I think that was in front of the Bucks bench as well. Giannis kind of checks him. But that's what, but we both, when we saw it, said that's kind of the kind of stuff we don't, it's, no, no, it's no. not dangerous, See, no, no, we no. kind of like stuff but like that. I don't mind the, 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 I don't like how it got, what we're about to get into. That's a little right. crazy. But I like the, the Giannis little bump to, 
Halliburton. I like the little check. Yeah, it's like, like okay, bro, bro you, you, you've been talking that shit, you know, yeah. and you got us last time in the tournament. Now you're over here talking. I'm gonna give you something. Also, he's the hottest guy in the league right now. Yeah, Everyone's yeah, talking no, about did. it. So they're like, and, you know what? And Giannis has been that. He's been the guy in the East. Yeah. You know, him and Embiid back and forth, kind yeah. of running the East. Now this, you know, new young little point guards coming in here, kind of disrupting things. You kind of give him a little check. Right. I don't mind it. And like you said, last game in the in season tournament, you got this guy hitting threes, doing the Dame time celebration in right. front of Dame. And doing all type of, he was talking, all, you know, I do this too. All this stuff in, in front of uh, Milwaukee. So, and against them, obviously. So, that was, I love that. Keep going. What else happens? Uh, Aaron Neesmith. Looks like he flips Giannis on a foul. Yeah, and his hands are wrapped around uh, now, the That neck. didn't look like a flop to me. That looked like a legit. No, that was yeah, real. That yeah. was legit. Giannis's brother, Thanasis. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> But we talked about this though. That's why he's on the team. He's not, not he's not on the team for his ability or anything like that. He's on the team for he's Giannis's in-house security guard, right? Like that's I mean that's kind of what it is, and that's what you want from your you know twelfth guy. I can't, I can't call him in-house security guard. There's just no way, bro. <laughs> no, but that is that is his older brother. He's on the team, so by nature already he's going to be defensive of his younger brother. Let alone a situation like you said where. He is the 15th guy in the team. Giannis is the best player in the team, and it happens to be his little brother. He understands why he's there, and he adds his value to the team in his own ways with his energy and excitement and all the things that he does, right? He sees that foul go down hard. My man just, that was <laughs> that was comedy. I, I don't mind him even reacting emotionally at the time. That can mm-hmm. happen. And, but then after just... No, no, Bobby Portis. But then, yeah, no, no, no. But then Bobby got in there. Crazy yeah. eye, menacing Bobby. look in his eye. That guy just looks like he is just <laughs> seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, those eyes pop out of his head. And he gets that look. Crazy Bobby. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. Naismith that first was talking, and then after, like, you see this guy foaming by the mouth and like eyes popping out. You can see like there's like a video cuts back to Naismith. Naismith was just like, let's like, bro, this guy's out. <laughs> like, I, even in a game, bro. Like, I'll talk trash to you. We didn't even go like face to face, but after like ten seconds, if I look over and you're still foaming by the mouth. It's just like, brother, it ain't never that serious. Yeah. But like, I hope, I hope one day that I'm able to love something as much as the city of Milwaukee loves Bobby Portis. They love him. That was crazy. They, they love him. They love Bobby. Yeah. No, it's it's kind of I love it though. It's kind of dope. Um, that's what you that's what you get when you win a champion and you, you know championship there and you're a core member. That's not the star. Those those people are usually like we always talk about it. They're beloved in a different way because you know Giannis will always get the attention, and so will Middleton and Drew. But like Bobby's like that other guy that was there that was extremely valuable to what they have going on and their success. He reacts, goes crazy, and then it's just kind of like mayhem after that. Then the, then the ball the game ends. And well, the game doesn't end. The game's out of reach. The Pacers pull their starters. This is what, yeah. They, I saw Dame Middleton. I saw I saw Giannis. These guys were on the court till the very end. No, no, it was personal. That game was 100% personal. This was, you guys were talking a lot in the in-season tournament and you beat us. We got you a week later. We're going to send a message and we're going to win by 20 and play our stars all the way through the damn game. Yeah. And Giannis was leaking out, dunking. Yeah, Giannis is going for 64. Yeah. He, he made it clear. First off, I wouldn't have, I, I would have grabbed the sharpest thing in that damn thing after the game was over and stabbed the hell out of that ball. <laughs> If he would have got that ball back, it would have looked like it would have looked like fucking. By the time Giannis got his ball back, it would look like Leatherface or something. You would have signed it like it was a cast. Uh, <laughs> you would have signed that thing. You would have messed that thing up. No, listen. 
I knew something was going on. Remember, we at the end of the game, I was like, normally we would turn the game off. You and me were like, no, 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 no. We got to we got to see this thing through the end because first of all, Giannis is getting a franchise record, right? He keeps dunking. I'm like, something is going on here. This game is not going to end quietly. I wanted to see what Rick Carlisle did at the end of the game. I wanted to see what was going on. Did you see that? Did you see the video of the tunnel when it was like Jay Crowder and Giannis's brother, I believe? And there was like the whole Pacers team and like Carlisle was in the middle. Like, like he was talking, I don't know what was going on. He, no, was, he, he can get intense too. Yeah, he was in the mix yeah. a little bit, I think it looked like. They, yeah. No, that, that rivalry, if it wasn't one before, there is one now. It started with the in-season tournament. And I don't even think the Pacers really knew how personal it was going to be until, you know, this game started going on when the starters are in there and Giannis is in with a minute left, up 20, dunking, trying to go for his money. It, it got weird at one point where everybody watching is like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. And then the fouls happened. And then the game ends, and then it's just it's, Giannis is running back in the tunnel to get that damn ball. It was insane. It was crazy seeing him run like that, and people unable to hold Yo. him back was crazy. Well, how are you going to hold? Brother? You can't just hold someone like that back. He's a he's a gosh damn avatar. He just like run, <laughs> runs in the back of the arena, and then you just we don't know what's going on back there. I would have loved to have been a fly on a wall, just right. just sitting there watching everything kind of go down, but. So Giannis had 64 and 14, franchise record. His it's his career high. Do you know who had the franchise record before that? Brandon Jennings? Michael Red with 57. Shout Ooh. out to Michael Red. Okay. How much did uh, BJ have? 55. 55. I knew he was In right his there. seventh game ever, I believe. Crazy. Remember, this yeah. is a Brandon Jennings uh, uh, kind of were we Brandon Jennings fans? We're, 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 we like him. We watched the mixtapes the other day. Don't yeah, I like, I, like, I like his mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Giannis gets the, oh, so what do you think about this? Giannis gets the career high, the franchise record. Giannis is going to be, he already is probably a top 20 player of all time, right? This guy has his career high. This is probably going to be his career high, most likely, um, for the rest of his career. And they try to give the ball to the Pacers rookie, Oscar Tshibwe. I'm not, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Tshibwe. And who do you think gets the right to that ball? Man, the rookie that scored, he also scored in the finals of the in-season tournament, but that doesn't count. Um, a rookie or Giannis at home, a franchise record, a career high, who, who should get that ball? Listen, let's just call it for what it is. Let's just give this the easy answer. Who, who's that ball supposed to go to? Right. Do I, have to, do I have to spell that out for you? And it's just crazy. Like like 20 years from now, they're like, Giannis, where, where, yeah, career high 64? Yeah, where's the ball at? All right, we gave it to Oscar, to Shibwe. Like, No. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's his ball, and it's, he's at home. And I'm, and I'm, first off, and I'm happy for Oscar. I'm, I'm happy that guy was able to get in the game. No, that's an bucket. awesome moment. I'm happy that even in the end season tournament, like you said, the final game, he's in there to get a bucket. Like he, that means obviously he's making do with the minutes that he's getting and trying to get more minutes in the league. Uh, watched him play at Kentucky. Of course, he, yeah, he, he, you know, he he can play. He some, was a player of the year. In Kentucky. Yeah, he, yeah. he was a, you know, that guy can play some ball. Uh, just you know, young waiting his turn. With that being said, um career high for a two-time MVP, you know, someone like Giannis, Hall of Famer, the ball's just got to go. That's just what it is, man. Yeah. I, that's no different than like, you know, man, when we played Kobe Bryant on his farewell tour and he was giving out his jersey, bro, and like Chris Paul and like Blake were on the team, like, did I think after the game I was going to get that jersey from Kobe when all, everyone on the team wanted it or did I think Chris was probably going to get that jersey? Right. Who got the jersey? Yeah. Chris. Was I like, man, that's not fair. He's the best player on the team. No, it's just, it's just the way it is, man. Just, 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 just take it and move forward. That's just what it is. I don't need to. Everybody's always trying to be fucking logic, like you know, fair, fair, and this like, man, like just, just do what we know what what should be done, and then let's just keep it pushing. It should have been Giannis's ball, but they're being fucking petty about it. 
But they were being petty because they let Giannis in with two minutes, three minutes left to go in the game, fucking cherry picking to get 60 something. And they're like, yo, y'all already up. You've already dominated the game. This is extra. You know what I mean? Then you you combine that with the the hard foul on uh, Tyrese was started it in that game. So then they hard foul back and the whole Bucks team reacts. So at this point, it's already petty for petty. We're, we're just going to, you know, and, and if you really want to talk where it really started, it started with Tyrese being petty with the Dame thing. Right. So this this has been back and forth. Each team has thrown a shot at one another. Dame after the game, that's fine. You can do it. Just know it always comes back around. Week later, Giannis has 64. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> that's just the truth to the game. So I don't mind it. I love it. I think it's funny. Uh, again, I don't want to, you don't want to see this on a night to night basis, but this is the type of stuff that like creates a hostile but fun and entertaining playoff environment. If we get a fucking Milwaukee in any, what other time would you ever want to see that series, man? Think about it. And ask me this Whenever have you ever asked yourself for a Milwaukee Bucks Pacers series? Even last year with Hall- Halliburton there, even this year, I know Halliburton's played well. It is, it is way more entertaining now knowing that each team's mutually have a distaste for each other. Of course. And it just makes things more competitive. And they both have had success versus each other already. They've beaten each other. But like, congrats, Indiana. Last year, you know, you had a you know rough year, last few years. You're now a part of rivalries. You're in the season tournament. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. You're no, being no. talked about. Good, it. good, good, good things thing. are happening. If, you, if, you're, if you're an Indianapolis Pacers fan, if you're an Indiana Pacers fan, you 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 got to be happy right now. Yeah. This team has been bad for a long time. And then it's been like mid for like a weird amount of time. Then you had like years of Paul George, obviously were really good back then but it, it, since then it hasn't and now you're having like success with this young super talented point guard high paced offense coach has had an impact you're having success some good traits some good young talent like here we go and now you guys are like now starting some trouble with the Milwaukee Bucks like this is a great if you're a Pacers fan right now everything's looking on the up and up yeah uh, and if you're a Bucks fan everything is already where it's been you guys are still a, one of the top teams in the east right now you got the Pacers and you know Sixers are right there on your shoulders. Everyone's looking up at the other green team. They're still, they're the best team in the, in, in the East. And we have power rankings that we're going to talk about later on. Yep. And they're at the top of it, obviously. Um, I have something to say. I don't know what's going on with Giannis. People need to stop playing with my guy. Remember last year, the ladder incident where the Philadelphia 76, he tried to shoot free throws and they put a ladder in front of him at the end of the game. And Montrez Harrell came and wanted yeah. to work out. And the, the, the person that worked for the Sixers wouldn't move the ladder by the hoop and Giannis is trying to shoot free throws. Why are we in and now taking the ball from him on like his career night? What are we doing, man? This like why are we playing with my guy? Now we're now we're mad that he's like acting tough and doing this and that in the post game press conference. He's like, this is even the right ball. I don't think like why are we disrespecting oh, my yeah, guy? They gave him the ball. He goes, they gave me the ball. It doesn't feel like the ball. <laughs> he goes, I don't even think it is the ball. He goes, and I would know. I'd be able to tell. People are like, I mean, you just did score 64. You definitely know what that ball feels like. If right. you're saying, if, if Giannis is saying this doesn't feel like the ball, it's not the ball. The thing is, at this point, because every single ball looks alike and there's not one that's signed t- today's date and game ball, it's over now. Yeah. The sweat's dried. No one knows where that ball is. That 64 point ball is probably in the facility right now getting shot on by a goddamn. You know, <laughs> G leaguers hoisting that thing up right now. We don't we don't even know, bro. Like it's, right. uh, yeah, that's funny, man. That was comedy. I have a ball. Doesn't feel like the ball. <laughs> I don't think it's the ball. I I would know. That shit was funny, man. But what what do you make of people like Giannis is big physical specimen that dunks on everybody. Has won a title. Been a you know MVP. Been a defensive player of the year. What is with the disrespect? 
I think it's more so just he's a foreign player who's been dominating in the NBA. He's had big time success for a long time. You know, he dunks on people, he stares them down, he, he gets texts for it, he talks his talk, his brothers on the sidelines cheer and all this, that. You know what I mean? They, they've won championships. they got this whole thing kind of going. So now that the tide, I don't want to say the tide's turned, but the table has, you know, definitely shifted a little bit. All the turntables have turned. <laughs> you know, right now in the East, you have a more competitive kind of open environment. Obviously, we just said Boston's won, but like after that, it's, you know, listen, there's a lot of like new contending teams. Is Milwaukee like that far ahead of some of these teams? I don't know. We'll see. But these these young teams sure don't think so. You know what I mean? And there's been competitive play with them in Indiana, and that is must-see TV now, for sure. Uh, Giannis is, they're going at him. It's, you know what I mean? Do you think that this is something that's going to be good for the Bucs, that, that kind of intensity, that everyone getting each other's back? Absolutely, absolutely. This is the type of stuff that like can be built upon. You know what I mean? This is like a little catalyst that they're looking for, just a reason, something. You know, you always hear those stories of like Michael Jordan and all these great guys who have already achieved everything that you could do in basketball. Yeah. They always like try to find something, even if they had to manifest or make something up to give them a chip on their shoulder. You know, LeBron, you're worth six, seven hundred million dollars. You're an NBA champion. You're an NBA MVP. People have you as the GOAT or the second best. You, you've... You're a billionaire. You got all these things. What What now? Like, what yeah. is it? That guy comes up with something. That's what those guys do. This is what really good teams and like championship teams do too. It's the same concept. Something happens in the season where the team is like still up and down. It's not going as great. This, this, and this. There has to be like a moment or a thing that happens that can like bring a team together. This could be one. A scenario where like, yo, you've been openly disrespected by this young team. They've given you guys some, some competition. You guys band together with unity, with a mutual feeling based around of, of somebody pissing you off. So now that's what you're playing for now. It's not about who even scores that night. Now the object of the game tonight, we got to beat the shit out of this team. Before it's Giannis has to find his rhythm and Dame has to find his rhythm too. And they both have to coexist and they have to use each other. It's all him, this guy, this guy. This game is not about any of that no more. It's about this team just beat us in the bubble. Or I meant, sorry, in the, in the in-season tournament. And now... We're going to leave them a message. So now it's just free, open, pure basketball. And they win by 20. That's what you build around. Okay, so this is how we just did that. This is what we did this game. This is what we did together. Agendas weren't a part of this game. It was just beat the Pacers. Free, clear basketball is the best basketball you can play. That's that's. These are things that can start something uh, that they can build around long term. Yes. The Pacers, right before we started recording, actually just signed James Johnson. The timing is can't be any better. <laughs> the only thing Milwaukee needs to do is they need to go get some physical defending guards. Yeah, but as far as the cage match, we're going to see. Would you want to see James Johnson versus Thanasis, or do you want to see him versus Bobby Portis? <laughs> that was. Let's just skip the game. That 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 is nuts, and well, it's so hilarious that they signed. The scariest person to ever touch a basketball <laughs> right after this big, all this controversy. Like, what's next, man? Are Bucks going to trade for Steven Adams? Why don't we all just oh get it? Why don't we just God. go after it? Bucks need, Bucks need physical guards. They went and got a physical guy for like Bobby and Giannis to like go in the game and bang around if he's if his name's called upon. Bucks need to do that with some guards. <clears throat> oh, not this year. <laughs> Are we doing it? Every episode. <laughs> like bench uh, pressing, actually, before the party. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, they do though. So the the timing of that is comedy though. How about that? Yeah. I remember looking at that tag of James Johnson. It wasn't like a 10 day. It was a rest of year deal. I thought it was like the onion tweeting it or like some fake, uh, account, like, uh, butt crack sports or whatever. 
Um, usually when you see a signing like that, this, you know, it's, it starts with a 10 day and then like, it might be a rest of the year deal if he plays well or fits into culture or whatever, whatever. This is like a go ahead. He did play there for a while. So he already has like an in there. Um, so that does make sense. And yeah, there's a lot of bully stuff kind of going on yesterday. They're like, okay, we'll go get a guy that no one on your team will try to bully. It, it, it's, it's a hilarious, awesome signing. It is great. I love it. It's gonna be all eyes on him the next time those two teams play. No, they're like, oh, we have a new character. Like, it's like when a when a reality show brings in a new person, like maybe like halfway through the season, really spice it up. Like they're just bringing, they're just gonna bring him in, and we're gonna be all eyes on that guy. Oh yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna put him out there as soon as something happens. I'm like James, <laughs> Giannis dunks once, flexes up the bench. Look at Debo, like, man, is look back. <laughs> nah, because that nobody wants to smoke with him. If you, you know, if you're talking physical type energy, you're gonna get mopped. <laughs> All right, so before we get into your power rankings that you dropped yesterday on Instagram, ooh, some people didn't like it. I want to talk about I want to talk about two guards in the Eastern Conference that have been hooping, and I just want to show them a little love before we get to the power rankings. Let's talk about Kobe White. Mm. The Bulls season was looking really bad. The vibes were at all time low, and they kind of put some things together, some wins recently together, and it's because of his play. He's averaging. In December, 27, 6, and 6, shooting 54, 57, 90 from the field. Damn. Yeah. It, it's it's really, it's something that I didn't see coming. I'm just going to be honest with you, even though he was a high pick and everything like that. But it's definitely a bright spot for the Bulls who need something, who need a bright spot. Yeah, they need something, bro. Yeah. Because right now it looks like a total rebuild for them. So them getting a little spark of like youthful talent. Could definitely go a long way. Just, you know, in terms of when you talk about rebuilding, at least having one piece already there yeah. is important. I do like Kobe White. Is he a starting point guard? These numbers suggest so. Um, These numbers suggest most improved player. Like, yeah. the numbers are crazy. Yeah, he's going crazy right now. Um, yeah, that's that's really encouraging if you're a Bulls fan. Because it's a guy that they drafted that they thought could could do stuff like this. Yeah. Was talented and it just never really came together. In Kobe's defense, it's been a lot there all different types of players kind of in the mix, never really getting full, you know, full starting point guard job opportunity. It's kind of a, you know, a little bit of a musical chairs there with him, but it seems like now Billy's kind of entrusted him and put him out there like that. Yeah. And they have had a lot of guards there. Um, they signed Javon Carter, that Patrick Beverly last year, that uh, Dragic last year. So like, you know, yeah. obviously Lonzo Ball's been hurt, but like they have... And then even playing off ball, you have Levine, you have Caruso, you have DeMar, who I know right. is a small forward, but he's, he's a wing nonetheless. So it's just like, He's a guy out there with the ball in his hand. Yeah. So there hasn't always, and then they have the other kid that they had, the the young, the the kid from Illinois, the the lanky, athletic kind of guard from Illinois. They have him as well. So they play him. So it's been a little, you know, hard for him to get that consistency. But it seems like with time and opportunity, he's putting up some numbers. That team is just no one is paying attention just due to them just not having any sort of like realm of relevance or like yeah everyone's just waiting for them to make a move right zach's out they're wondering where he's gonna get traded to and everyone's just kind of sitting tight but in the meantime kobe stepped up he's kind of hooping right now yeah. yeah the next guy i wanted to talk about the other guy is scary terry rosier in the last six games he's averaged 28 uh off 51 shooting from three hmm. for the season he's averaging 24 and eight damn yeah and that's a guy that doesn't get a lot of, you know, doesn't get a lot of, obviously being in Charlotte, there's, yeah. you know, they haven't really been talked about, if you're going to talk about Charlotte, you talk about like LaMelo or even Brandon Miller or someone like that. So these numbers are flying under the radar, but he's obviously everyone knows in the NBA, he's a hooper. Yeah. He's a bucket. Yeah. That's what he is. I mean, he, he just can score the ball flat out and he does it and it looks smooth. Yeah. He's got a smooth game, nice handle, nice pop, comes off that pick and roll, has the midi, but can get to the basket and finish. And now is shooting the ball off the dribble from three lights out. 
So, yeah. I mean, if you're a contending team, would you, or a team on the I'd break, like would, you, would you make a move for him? People got to remember what answer your question. Yes. I, w- I would love to see Terry on like a very competitive team. Miami I think Heat, for example. A, Mi- a Miami Heat or, yeah. or, 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 uh, he works out in Miami in the summer too, a, I think. A Los Angeles Lakers, yeah. any team, Denver. They need stuff up the bed. Like, bro, a lot of these teams could use someone like Terry Rozier. This is a guy who could score the ball at a, like a, like a shit, borderline all-star. I mean, his number, 24 points per game is all-star shit. I know he might not make the game considering just the market of where he's at and his yeah. name and their record and whatever, whatever. But everyone knows Terry is a bucket. He's athletic. We've seen him in winning scenarios play well. People remember the run the Celtics had when he was a part of that and like the games he had, the battle he had against Bledsoe. Remember that that little rivalry that was of going course. on? Uh, they brought and, Drew Bledsoe out. <laughs> yeah, and, and Terry Terry won that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Terry was really hooping. So uh, you would like to see now that he's fully grown into like the player that he can be in the consistent score that he is now. You put him on a team like Boston. You put him on a, a Miami. You put him on a... Uh, and New York, who's looking for another scoring guard. You know, that'd be a great fit, honestly, New York. Uh, definitely Miami would be a great fit as well. So there's a lot of contending teams who lack scoring and could use it. Denver is a great team. Their bench isn't the greatest. Could they have a Terry Rozier come off the bench? My God. You know what I mean? Like, so th- th- there's a lot of possibilities out there. I think even though every like time him. I look at Denver off the bench, I'll see DeAndre just come in and and catch another lob, <laughs> freak it reverse. I'll see Reggie Jackson just What's going on, what DJ? is going on with those guys over there? Is it the altitude? What is happening? DJ looks. I I haven't seen DJ play like this in like I don't even know. He's hooping. Is, is he just like load managing? Reggie looks like, Reggie looks great too. Yeah, Reggie's out there cooking. Yeah, yeah, they they got the they got the recipe in Denver for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, Terry would be a great fit in all these teams. So, life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. All right, so last time on Instagram, you dropped your first power rankings, and we're going to go through them. And uh, we're going to start from 10, get down to 1. And whenever I name a team, just kind of tell me how you feel about them and why they're ranked where they are. So with number 10, we have the Sacramento Kings. Young, talented team. Uh, they had a big year last year. Obviously, they ran into the Warriors. And they lost. They come back this year, shaky start. Uh, not a shaky start, but not like the greatest of starts. Uh, they've now kind of found their rhythm, found their balance. They are a team that you just see sometimes and they're just missing something. You know what I mean? When it, in terms of them beating the top two or three teams, there's just right. something. I don't know what it is. Every time they I watch... They have their two all-stars. They have the sixth man of the year candidate. They have... No, they have like all they these. Have good, I see what you're saying. There's something. I don't know what it is. There's they, a fly in the ointment. There's yeah, they, something that we're missing here. There's something. <laughs> there's, there's an issue. There's something. We just need one more thing. Fly I don't know in the it ointment is. is classic. No, yeah. There's just like they have all these things and these factors, and then there's just like this. They'll be in these games and they win some, but like a lot of these big close games where it's like the really good teams, are like they'll like fall short, and you're just like, what happened? Like what? What? That's where I have them. They're there, but they're dangerous. Yeah, they can beat anybody. They can beat anybody. So I have them at number ten. That's my reason behind that. All right, let's get to number nine. I feel like you did this just for me. 
the Orlando Magic. Here we are. The ninth best team in the NBA right now. I'm I loving it. I, well, first off, here's the thing, too. And people hear that, they're like, well, their records are just that they're like the fourth best. Okay, I get that, man. Just because the Denver Nuggets right now have lost a couple in the row doesn't mean that the Magic 20, 30 games in the season are better than the Denver Nuggets. Well, even the team we just talked about, Sacramento, that's a good example. Last year, they had this crazy record. Yeah. Because of lack of experience. Yeah, they played against the Warriors first round loss. So, like, this, right. my power rankings are based off of such. With that being said, hindsight, get out of yourself. I'm putting the magic in the top 10 of the NBA. Let's just kind of get around that. Listen, as a diehard they magic fan, played, I thought a, a plane would be a win this no, year. No, no, no. They, is... they have played well consistently. Shout out to Coach Mosley. He's done a great job with that whole team. Uh, these guys play hard every single night. I love it. They outwork teams. They outcompete teams. And they've done it consistently. It just wasn't like a couple of weeks where they were hot. No, we, we got a, not a large sample, but a fair enough size sample of the season gone already to where we can look at this team and be like, you guys have done this just about every game. You have a consistent playing style, right. outworking and scrapping teams. And missing two starters for most of the year with Fultz and, and Wendell Carter. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they, they've... Uh, got a coach of the year, Jamal Mosley. When you have guys playing like that every night, you got to... You got a chance. Yeah. No, and you got to give the credit to the coach. And I do feel like he's the leader right now. Um, I don't even know who second would be, but I definitely think he's the leader. Yeah, especially to get young guys to buy into playing hard is a very, you know, incredibly difficult thing to do. And, and, and Coach Mosley's done that, man. Coach of the year candidate for sure. Uh, they're in the top 10. So that's where I got them. And number, at eight, number, we have the, at number eight, we have the Dallas Mavericks. Um, you know, similar to Sacramento in the sense that different team. They're not like a young team. It's a randomly kind of put together team. Uh, the game is, the team is based off of two guards, which we haven't ever seen win. There's been a Shaq and Kobe. There's been a Giannis and Drew and Middleton. There's been a Steph Clay Draymond or Steph Clay Draymond KD. We, we never seen like a Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum go win the championship. We never seen like two guards just go get buckets together and win an NBA championship. I, I I, I the closest thing I can think of is 2015, the Warriors. Uh, Clay and Steph were the two best players on the team. Yeah, but we still and they won the, the title, but, but still had the Draymond. And no, the whole of course, thing. of course. Yeah. So still more of a collective effort. The, I see what you're saying. The only example we have, even something near it, is like Tatum and Brown. They keep getting close, but then it just comes down to like the end of the game. It's like, yo, these two got to win off ISO, and we got to hope they're making shots. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So I do think there's like a ceiling there with Dallas, but I have them at number eight because at the end of the day, when you have a man named Luka Doncic on your team, and we've seen what he could do in the playoffs, taking that team all the way to the conference finals years back. Anything's possible. And then you add that Kyrie has willingly and accepted that like second role and thrives and is extremely dangerous. With those two out there, the shooting that they have around there. Yeah, I mean, what do you mean? Are you talking about the, the sniper Dante Exum? I think he can't miss threes now. <laughs> that is crazy. And you have Seth and you have Tim Hardaway, who's had a big year. He's another candidate for six men of the year, Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, uh, Grant Williams is shooting the three great this year. They have a lot of guys. Uh, uh, Lively is a huge uh, pickup for them as a, as a rookie. They're capable of beating anybody either. They could go into the playoffs with a sixth, seventh best record. Cool, fine. If you got to beat that team seven times, you got to beat Luke and Kyrie and all these shootings. Around. Like, even if you do it, it's going to be difficult. Like, it's going to be a hell of a series. Yeah, I have them as a very, very dangerous team and a team that you would want to avoid in the playoffs. I have them at number seven. And you know what, man? Luke has always been scary in the playoffs, scary in the regular season. We've seen him do so many crazy things statistically. There's nothing scarier than this head, skinny headband, Luca. What's this? What's this thing on it? Yeah, he's got a little dog in him when he has that headband. I don't know. I don't know who that is. 
but uh, he, he kind of morphs into like a little bit. He gets a little hood tendency in there. Yeah, that and the uh, he's a new father. So he's playing with a little... Oh, is he? Yeah, he's a oh, new father. Oh, yeah, so congrats. That, he's playing yeah, extra right now. He's playing like a daddy. You know what I <laughs> mean? All right, so at number seven, we have the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, yeah, self-explanatory. One of the top teams in the East. I don't have them at the top of the East. I feel like there's a few teams in front of them. Just by default, there's a few teams in the West in front of them. So you add that up, you're going to be around the six to seven mark. Uh, they're always in the mix. They got the MVP, they're the reigning MVP, Joel Embiid, that is. Uh, new star, Tyrese Maxey. New energy coach, which is always very good, especially in the first year. Um, and then you have uh, some ta- you know, solid, talented pieces around them. I, but I have them right there. You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're a team that go to the playoffs and make things difficult. I, I don't have them going to the conference finals or anything like that. At number six, the Los Angeles Lakers. This is the only one that, if I really think about it, I think they're a little bit too far back. I, I would like to see them a little bit higher. I put a couple teams ahead of the Lakers that I did base a little too much off of how well they've played now. But we're going off power rankings right now. Also mixed with what I think this team could do. And I put this team at number six, and I do think they're a little bit too far back. Um, after what I've seen in the in-season tournament and what I've seen just on a... Even after, I know they lost to Dallas the other night, but the way that they're playing right now, just as a whole, I think they came back and beat San Antonio. Um, they're starting to get like a, a rhythm and like a championship look. And the way Anthony Davis is starting to play aggressively like that, getting his rhythm, if that guy kind of falls in a form where he's playing aggressive and scoring 25, 30 points a night, we're talking about a whole different team. So they can easily come out the West. They did it last year. They went to the conference finals until they ran into them boys. But they are a actual title threat, 100%. Uh, Would you say this is the first title threat of the teams we've named? Yes, they are the first title threat of all the teams we've named. All the other teams have possibilities because they have talent. Yeah, but the Sixers, you have Joel Embiid, anything's yeah, you, possible. Yeah, you got Luka Doncic, Kyrie yeah. Irving, anything's possible. But I'm saying in terms of like realistic, where I got to put money on things, like this is a this is a team that actually could could go to the finals or go to the conference finals and compete. You got LeBron still playing like prime Braun somehow in year 21. AD's starting to find a rhythm. They have plenty of complimentary pieces around them. Austin Reeves has definitely found a rhythm off the bench. Six man of the year candidate, probably favorite right now. He's hooping uh, and he plays well in big games. They have a lot going for them. Not to mention they have plenty of assets to where there are players out there that these guys can come grab. They they might make a move trade, de- trade, uh, trade deadline. Just, they have possibilities. So that's the first real one for sure. And I think they could be even higher on this list, but sure, I'll have them at six right now. At number five, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is who I would, like, these are teams I wouldn't have again. If I could do this list again, I might not put them again, but I'm going to do it anyway, just because of how well this team has played. They're young, and they're competing every night. You want to talk about playing hard? This team not only plays hard, but they got talent to go with it. And I know the Magic do too, but, but not nearly in the realm of this team. Chet has been rookie of the year, which is incredible, considering he's rookie of the year in the year that Victor Wimanyama and, and all the attention and hype that's going around him. Mean, he's played well too, but like the, the award was almost crafted and made to be his. Right. You'd have to play extremely well, over well to even take that attention away. And he's done that. Uh, Shea Alexander is a top five guard in the NBA, just cooking every night. And then you got like Jalen Williams and other guys, uh, tons of talented players around them that make this team really dangerous. Do I think they'd beat the Lakers in a seven game series? I don't. So that's why this, I would probably flip those. Um, but just due to how well they played and how, what their record is showing right now, I'm giving them a little respect, boosting them a little bit, and I'm keeping them at five. 
At number four, we have the feisty Milwaukee Bucks. The angry. The angry, feisty Milwaukee Bucks. So listen, you got a championship team there for the most part. Obviously, I know Drew was, was is not there anymore, but guess who is? Damian Lillard, a guy who might now, right now, look like everything's working perfectly and there might be a little bit of chemistry issues of this, this, and that. People have to understand that these two players' games don't complement each other like a... Uh, AD LeBron who can use each other in a pick and roll like a, a Jamal Murray uh, Jokic who can use each other and Max E and B that, that's not what this is uh, Giannis isn't some like passing guy he's the guy who gets the rebound coast to coast Euro step he's trying to finish in the paint right. Damien likes pick and rolls pull up threes ISO so like it's weird for Giannis picking and, and knowing where to be like, it, it's just awkward first it's going to take time with that being said, the you, talent is so high that I don't know if that matters, right? Like it's, it, it is, it's, it's so high that I don't know. Not only does it matter, but if you get them in a playoff series where the game's going to be tight and slow anyway, yeah. At the end of the day, when the game is 98 98, now you got this guy in your team, Damian, who can help close games. They're just going to be very good. They're going to be difficult to beat four out of seven times. Seriously. So I put them in there. And uh, yeah, they are another real contending title team. That's the second on the list. Lakers first, they're second. And number three, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, yeah, man. What, what I got to say about the... T- they, they've been great. Uh, also, they are a title contending team. People are going to think I'm silly for saying that. Just I know their record's good now, and people think in the playoffs they're going to show their youth. Minnesota Timberwolves are a legitimate title contending team. Yeah. People need to start picturing them like that now. They are good. They are long. They're athletic. They got size. They got defense. When they're they all got, healthy, they have the best defense they, in the NBA. They got firepower. They got they got scoring. They they got a lot of different things, man. Um, they got to shoot the ball well. That's that is one thing you kind of worry about. They don't have like a lot of like they have guys that can shoot. Jaden McDaniels can shoot. And Anthony Edwards can shoot. And Michael Conley can shoot. Do they have like just like straight up knock down three point shooters like some of these other great teams do? Not necessarily, but um, they're up there. Their defense is just so good. Their size. Uh, they're physical, they're hungry. They are a title contending team. That's the third on this list out of the, what we named seven so far. We've named eight. We've named eight teams. The three contending teams so far on this list have been the Lakers. Bucks, Timberwolves. Bucks, Timberwolves, yes. All right, number two, the defending NBA champions, Denver Nuggets. Absolutely. I don't have to go into this deep, man. They have the best player in basketball, Nikola Jokic. They have the same starting five, probably most perfectly put together, complimenting starting five in the NBA in terms of guys just going well with each other. Uh, yeah, their bench isn't the same. There's a little cause con- you know, for concern, but DeAndre Jordan has stepped up. They have found the fountain of youth. The fountain of youth. DeAndre Jordan. Young Ponce de Leon over Ponce there. Ponce de Leon. <laughs> uh, Reggie Jackson doing his stuff. Uh, and, and they might make a move and add somebody uh, there. But they, they, they're a talented team. Defending champs. Got to put them at number two. And at number one, the Boston Celtics. Best team in basketball. Um, defense sound, offense sound, depth at the guard spot. Porzingis is fed like a glove, playing the best basketball we've seen him play since like New York. Uh, it's it's it looks really good right now. They look like just a whale oil machine. They're my favorite to win the NBA championship. They have a little bit of everything too, right? They have like what they have the most though is the experience over all these teams, right? Yeah, yeah Giannis has experience, and Damon, they don't have experience together. Yep. The Nuggets had the experience from last year. The Celtics have been in the conference finals or the finals. I feel like every year for no, the they, last they they got the recipe. Years. They know what it is, man. Yeah. So when the playoffs Tatum, come, Brown, they're not going to be like Horford, yeah, Derek White, and then you add a guy like Drew who's just been there and done that. Yeah. You know, like that 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 team is best put together. Uh, and you can see it's even impacting Porzingis on a level where like it's putting him in like, yo, this is a win now team, bro. Right. And this is how we do things here. And this is how we play. Like now you're getting the best out of him. 
because he's such a good player. It's right. no bullshit there. It's like it's you know what I mean like he's playing for a top organization. Now you're seeing, you know, why everybody wants to play for a team like the Celtics. So uh, they look really, really good. They're they're my favorite right now, and they remain number one in the power rankings. The team on the outside looking in that I would suggest or to keep an eye on, I would say, is the Los Angeles Clippers. They've won ten out of the last thirteen they're, games they're, and five in a row. They're 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 they're, they're the next team in. Yeah. By, by, by the way, I struggled not putting them in the list. The yeah. only reason I did this because these other teams have been playing all year well. This is my first power rankings, by the way. So I let the Clippers off the list. The next next power rankings that comes out, I guarantee you, the Clippers keep anything going on like they got right now. Right. They're going to be in the middle of the pack. They are a team. We talked about how like Dallas is dangerous or Sac's dangerous. None of those teams are dangerous like a like a like a Clippers in a seven game series. You got to go beat Kawhi, Paul George, James Harden, Russell Westbrook four four times. Yeah, Norman Powell. Norman have- Powell. I mean, they're just guard heavy. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they're uh. They're a team that you got to be careful. And Kawhi I mean? has been hooping. I mean, yeah, he's super been, yeah, he's, efficient. he's looking good right he now. He looks great. Yeah, not so missing James. Games. But I'm saying Kawhi's not missing games or anything. We need to give him a little more credit. We, hey, yeah, this is what you want. Him when he doesn't play and everything like that, but he's he's been playing. Now that he's playing, nobody talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, respect to you, Kawhi, for getting out there and hooping, doing your thing. Remind everybody that you are one of the best players in basketball. He is cooking right now. James is looking way more comfortable. They uh, they look like they got a good thing going. PJ, on the other hand, looks like he's ready to get the fuck up out of there. He's already kind of come out with a couple interesting quotes since being there. Yeah. He's, you know, said some things just like, there's not enough balls. Remember that? And then he's like, now he's like, I, you know, I, I need to go somewhere where I can contend or play more minutes or something like that. Like, yeah. You know, is there a team that you'd want to see him on? He could maybe do something for Miami. Yeah. He's been there before. Yeah. he. Could, I think he could do something for like, you know, Miami or something like that. He won a championship in Milwaukee. Maybe something in Milwaukee. Wow. So the Pacers go get James Johnson. The Milwaukee goes and gets PJ Tucker back. And then we can really have just an yeah, all yeah. out brawl. There you go. That could be something. <laughs> Yeah. And PJ would be a natural fit for, for Milwaukee, just in terms of them needing a little bit, maybe more. I don't know if they really need it. They have Bobby there. The problem with PJ right now is it's like, if you put him on your team, who is he taking minutes from? Cause offensively he is someone that, you know, I don't want to say he's a liability, but he's, he's someone that like the, the defense is, they just don't have to guard him. Yeah. Um, but I think he could help like a Miami maybe. And, and, and I don't think Milwaukee's not a bad idea either, honestly. Phoenix, he could do something in Phoenix. These are all teams he's played for. Yeah, what did you think about Phoenix last night? The big three finally playing together? It's going to take time. It was our first game. Brad was like a shell of himself still. He's like not fully Brad. So once he gets in his bag, starts getting comfortable, the good thing about Brad is he can score off the dribble or off the catch. So he's going to have to tap into that more off the catch role just with, with, with booking Katie out there already, shooting yeah. the way they do. If he can figure out a way to be more of a Ray Allen type scenario that me and you talked about, I think he'll be more successful there. He'll still have his moments where he's on the second unit running it by himself and he'll get to, you know, dribble the ball and do his thing. But if he can be more catch and shoot oriented where he's like getting heavy shots up just off the catch and the move, they'd be dangerous. Right. You know what I mean? Because they all can't three be pit pat. Speaking of that game last night, is there anyone scarier with the ball than Spencer Dinwiddie with a <laughs> ready for a dagger three? You were like, it's coming. You're, it's coming. You called it right I away. called it before it happened. I go, Spencer, first off, I, I know how he plays. Sp- Spencer's one of those guys that like, you're watching this game and Mikel Bridges comes down, kind of like weaves through, fadeaway miss. Cam Johnson gets it the next play, misses a corner three. Uh, Cam Thomas gets it one of the plays, had to like shoot a fadeaway. That dude... The next play, the ball gets missed. He gets a rebound. He does one of those things where, like, he's not even looking up the floor. He kind of just like, you know, you know, when you come down with the ball, you're just like, 
<laughs> all right, all right. You know he's shooting it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't one of those, like, he caught it, put the head straight down. He's like, let me hold on to this for one second. Let's get everybody, let's get everybody set. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, go. everybody get down there. I'm coming down. He dribbled that ball down. I go, he's going to get a pick and roll, and he loves to get a switch with the big. He looks for him. Comes off, gets snarkage, sees like it's kind of like a mix-up in between if they're switching or not. Guy backs up at sidestep three. He's due for it, too. He'll take them and he'll make them. He's a guy at the end of the game. If he gets one off, he he hits big, big shots. People kind of don't talk about Spencer in that way. But like clutch, you know, crunch time, clutch, clutch type stuff. Spencer's a, a big shot taker and maker. So uh, that was a hell of a game. You knew they were going to compete. It was personal for them boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you traded us for all this. Like, we've been over there. That's cool. Hey, welcome back, twins. They're like, all right. We can come give you an L. Yeah. I love it. Last night was a great night for basketball in general. So yeah, not that, and not that we're condoning all the drama and stuff like that. But you know what, man? Like, no, I was all love after the game. They all dapped up each other. You know right. what I mean? But it's just I, a competitive no, thing. No one was serious, seriously in danger with the Pacers Bucks game, for example, or anything like that. Like that. It's we want we want the players to care, especially early on. Right? That's why they did the in season tournament. We want the players to care. So when you see Giannis running down for that ball, or people, you know caring so much like as a fan of basketball i love it i love no, it it looks it looks care. good right now obviously yeah. the, the the dream on thing is is too far but even that it's just like yo guys are playing like there's a motion got right now like the season's going on we're getting a lot of action a lot of you know drama which is never too bad for the soul yeah. <laughs> especially if you're a spectator right um and it just seems like guys are competing so it's going to be interesting to see these next couple of months because this is where you're going to see teams form and finalize their team. Well, yeah, there's been a little inventory and they're like, all right, what do we need? What, what do we, we need? What's going on here? Yeah. We, we, we need this, man. Like, we don't have a guard that can do this. We need more guards that can do this. Hey, hey we need a big, hey, we need a forward that can move his feet. Or we have no guy in the pick room that can move. This is enough data has been played now. Injuries, health. They know what guy's going to, hey, this guy's kind of wearing down, man. We, we need someone to bring him in. He needs to split his minutes with somebody. This is when teams finalize their roster for this year. Um, trades happen, you know, uh, this is where everything finalizes over these next two months. And we'll see who's going to make that final push towards the place. It goes by like this for 30, you know, almost 30 games in, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's gonna, you know, go by just like pretty soon we'll be halfway through the season in the yeah. next couple of weeks. We'll be halfway through. In a minute, you're going to hear all-star voting is going to start. All-star voting is going to start. Like, wow. It oh, always wow. happens so fast. And right after all-star, it's done. The season goes by like that, right? Because it's not like, yeah. it's not even halfway through. After all-star break, there's like 20 something, it's like 30 games left. Right. And they split it in like two months. It's like, you get a back to back every other day in those last couple of months. So, uh, it's going to go by quick, man. So, uh, I'm, I'm excited to not only watch, hopefully play, uh, we'll see what happens. Even with myself, just being uh, quite honest with it, I'm training every day, trying to sign somewhere. Uh, but I've been doing the media stuff, which has been amazing, being home with my kids, being with you, being all my friends. But uh, yeah, I have some workouts coming up and some stuff going on. So hopefully I can make a team. It'd be great to hop on one of these these playoff teams or any team for that matter, but definitely a playoff team and be a part of this. This is the best time of the year that we're getting into. Now we're getting into like the meat and you know the veggies of the... Uh, meat and potatoes or meat and veggies? I like, like meat, meat and potatoes. It is meat and potatoes, but I like the meat and veggies. I don't like, I like, yeah. In the, the potato, in, a, in, a, in the potato a veggie though? And <laughs> the tomatoes, the fruit, right? What do we got going on here? <laughs> is an avocado a fruit or a veggie? I don't know. Anyways. Um, but yeah, no, this is, this is, we're getting into like the most important time of the year. So 
Uh, look forward to these pods ramping up. We're going to be traveling. I told you about that. We're putting some stuff together just for a couple visits, surprise guests uh, on the pod. And we'll just keep cracking these things out, man. Y'all be easy. Have a safe weekend. Off guard.